Hello. How are you doing, Julian? Julian, what? Tell us about your new office. What's the story? Oh, I, I mean, it's from uh, it's it's my new uh, it's where I do my therapy. That's exciting. Do people come see you in the office too? So I don't have to. I don't have to see people in person. In fact, if I want to, I kind of have to advocate for it. They're still kind of wanting social distancing, but like having clients come in isn't completely uh, banned anymore. Uh, so yeah, I got a, I got an office. It's technically not actually my office. It's more I'm, I'm co-sharing, but the person who's supposed to be using it is uh, not really there that much. So, hey. yeah. Nice. We are in a dungeon. We are. Yeah. Oh my God, this very, we don't know. And we have Lucian Lawson. How's it going, Callie? It's good. It's good. I get my stuff set up here. I'm tired. It's been a very long weekend. Oh, yeah. But, like, in a fun way. Jordan and I went out Friday night. Last night, I went to a show with Ryan. Oh, and I made a... I got my smoker back up and running, and... I got um, like a big rack of ribs and I did like, like smoked, like a smoked rack of ribs and holy shit. I don't think I've, I've never made something that good in my life. It was crazy. It was nuts. So that was really delicious. And today I've just kind of been recovering and like very tired. Hmm. Oh, Julian, you cut, you cut your hair. Oh yeah. Are, right? Wait, are you, I know are you joking? <laughs> No, wait, 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 wait. wasn't it wasn't it longer when you were here? Did you? Wait, are you joking? No, was it, it wasn't it longer? <laughs> no. Oh, it was. It looks different. It does look different. Maybe it's grown. It's it's maybe grown it's since I've been here. Yeah. It's, mm, okay. Maybe maybe that's what it is. It's yeah. It's just it's. Honestly, look at the photos that you took that night that I don't even remember you taking yeah. of me, which kind of <laughs> freaks me out. Like, oh, don't remember when those happened, but uh, you'll see. My hair is shorter. Okay. Or at least as short as this. It, maybe that's why it looks different because it's longer now. Yeah, maybe. It's the other way. It has different different form. Little Julian. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. You got a good perspective trick. <laughs> I didn't even and mean then, to do that, but it did work out very well. Kaiser Cow. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to navigate this dungeon. I I was I'm a little bit dreading. Like it's been a while since I've done like I don't know, I feel like Cowie's dungeons are particularly like precarious. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like something about work, but you were like, "No, I'm dreading playing this game right now." <laughs> I just I feel like I'm gonna die already. So what I did, I ruler out a couple seconds ago because I'm realizing how important like every step that you take is already. Um, so so I I want to put the like the grid on, but I wanna. Can one of you see if you can move your tokens outside, like into the darkness to the left or right, like beyond the the lighting walls that I placed? I cannot. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Then then perfect. I just don't want it to like 
snap snap you like outside of that like like on the grid and and put you like um you know through a wall into another room that you're not supposed to be in okay so let me move you back to move back move back to everyone move back to your original positions because we're gonna get oh wait actually we have we have we have other stuff to do first (laughs) before we start this but yeah stay where you are okay All right, let's get into it. Uh, yo, welcome to Drunkards and Dragons, where a group of mental health workers across the country take turns being the DM or a player for various virtual campaigns and misadventures. Um, my name is Kawi. I'm going to be DMing tonight, um, probably for the next little while as well. We're getting into uh, a big mega dungeon. Um, so these guys are going to be suffering for a while, and we're going to enjoy it and revel in their um, misfortune. I did not think of a a fun fact. I think, I feel like I did, but this weekend just like melted my brain and I I can't think of anything. So I'm going to try to think of something while you guys are talking. But if I can't think of anything, then I'm just going to not think of anything because that's that I'm the DM starting now so I can do whatever I want. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler, you can go next. (laughs) Um, Tyler, I play Rogar, the half-orc cleric follower of Cord, uh, and canonically, uh, I think I've said this before a long time ago, but for all those listening at home, Rogar has a brother named Partygar. Uh, he has a pink mohawk, and uh, if I ever, if, if, if anything ever happens to Rogar, I have a nice backup uh, soap opera twin brother character to fill in, and you know, maybe the stats are pretty similar. Maybe a couple of them are a little bit. <laughs> All right, good, good to know. He's I can kill you off charisma, a more. He's so. higher in charisma than he is in strength. No. Jordan, go next. I'll go next. Okay, I'm Jordan. I play with Zolith, a uh, half-elf druid. Fun fact about Zolith this week is that she genuinely believes as most druids do but like she like generally believes that like every natural phenomenon like whether it be alive or plant or whatever has a spirit so that like when she's casting her spells like that's her way of better understanding and speaking with these spirits so like but to like she takes it very literally so like <laughs> she like like when she casts a spell and it's connected to like a druid grove or a plant or something like that like she genuinely believes that like each time she's doing that she's like putting her time into better respect and understand those those spirits wait so but if everything has a spirit like if she's walking through the forest and walking through grass like does she think that she's like crushing spirits through grass beneath her feet yes yeah, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. 
desperately wants to learn how to float. <laughs> yeah. Why is she so spacey sometimes? All right, Julian, go ahead. All right. Uh, hello. I'm Julian. I'm playing Yandar, uh, a human paladin, which, I mean, we, we started this podcast after we started playing this game. Had I known that we were doing something somewhat, you know, performative or uh, towards uh, a public or audience, I wouldn't have gone with so basic a character. <laughs> <laughs> Human paladin is like the guy on the box, right? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 promise, um, <laughs> I promise everyone listening, I'm somewhat more imaginative. Uh, I just haven't played a paladin in a very long time. And, or a human in a very long time, so I, I wanted to see what it was like. That that's a Julian fact. Can I have a? Can that be my Julian fact and not do a Yandar fact? Uh, sure. You can you can do whatever you want. Yandar's so basic he doesn't even have a fun fact. <laughs> no, uh, no, wait, no. Yandar's <laughs> is that his flavor of ice cream is vanilla. Vanilla. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Julian, I think you're such a spicy and good role player that you actually have to like calm down as a person and focus on being as neutral, like as like net neutral as positive, like in your role play or in your as your base character. Like, yeah, you can like you know, do a little flair here and there, but this is where you come to relax. Yeah, you know, I don't want um, any of these characters to. You know, in, in like the other campaigns as well that we play, like I don't necessarily want them to be too much of me. Like that is the most neutral form, right? Just playing yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't want to slip into that too much. I gotta try to give That's him. Fair. He's got some personality. He's got some quirks. I, I got some things about him. Uh, he has some flavor. I got some notes. He knows. <laughs> okay. When. Last we saw the Heartbreakers, um, they awoke in their new Vasselheim home and quickly debriefed with each other before making their way to the Platinum Sanctuary. Once there, the group were greeted by Vord and the rest of the council members. After detailing the events they saw during their memory traveling, Vord documented the events and provided some context for what they saw. Once things were clarified, Vord proposed a plan to find Vecna's phylacteries and possibly destroy them. In order to do this, the council asked the Heartbreakers to travel to Asarak's tomb, retrieve the pieces while, and retrieve the pieces while others began planning on how to finally stop the cult's ritual. The group recruited Lucian to join them in lieu of Raymond's who remains missing. Um, after stopping by the makeshift armory, the group teleported to the tomb's location and began their journey through. After a few missteps and activated traps, the Heartbreakers finally found the entrance. So that's where we pick up. Oh yeah. You guys are in the entrance here. It's about a, you know, 10, 10 by 10 hall. Everything around you seems to be carved out of stone, out of mountain. Um, as far as you can see, okay, so you guys can see up this hall, as you walk up, I need Rogar and Zolus to me make uh, dexterity saving throws. Oh my. 
coming. I don't even speak any words yet. <laughs> right? <laughs> Just start rolling dice. What do I? I what do I? I get a plus five with Yandar though. If if he's within range, but right now he's yeah, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 feet away from you. Okay. Maybe I should be in the middle of the walking order. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're we're learning. We're learning. So I got yeah. a, a a whole five. Okay. I rolled a seventeen. A seventeen. Okay. So like, I think. So as you guys begin walking, um, Zolus and Rogar, you're leading the pack and. You're more focused about what's in front of you and walking into this darkness. Um, and you don't realize it, but you both step on different what feels like pressure plates um, and darts fly out from each side of the wall um, out of kind of unperceivable little holes in the wall. So, Zolus, you take 12 points of poison damage as the dart hits you in the shoulder um rogar you're able to you don't like actively dodge it it just happens to miss you and it just kind of like flies right by your face and you're stunned for a second and freeze give me perception checks for zolas and rogar that i can do 17 oh bad rolls though um, Zolus, you notice that as it hits you, you flinch and you step off of, you guys both notice this, you, as you flinch, you step off of the pressure plate and it doesn't go back up. So it's, you can't like step on it again and activate it. It was kind of like a, like a one, one shot use. Got it. Rover pulls the darts out of Zolus. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we should switch things around a little bit, you know, just, <laughs> just thinking about what we just saw. Um, yeah, it see Lucian's like, yeah, it seems like there, I mean, this is, we just got here. It seems like there's going to be a lot of things maybe jumping out at us or something like that. So what, what's like, what's the most beneficial way we can go about moving through here? Lucian, you're a healer, right? That's, you like to... Yeah, I have um I have a lot of healing um and protective magic. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know. Um I think I should be either second or third whoever cuz yeah, then I can get everyone bonuses to saving throws. You do you want to go like try to go two by two instead of one by one. That way we can always like kind of have a buddy there Ooh. to maybe help with things. Yeah, we can uh we can do the buddy system. We can each if possible it, if it if you know somewhere it becomes too narrow to do that then we can reassess. Let's do um, let's do a hard X. So two in the front, and are in the middle, two in the back. Or wait, no, there's four of us. Wait, there's only yeah, there's only four of us. Who am I two? Okay. All right, who wants to go with who? Co Lucian. <laughs> All right. All right. So me and Rogar. Yeah. Okay. And then do we want to stay right on each other's tails? Do we want to give like a five foot buffer between each other? 
Let's stay close or, for now. Just like kind of yeah. walk in. Let's yeah, let's stay close. Okay. Okay. So in front of you at the end of this corridor, you can see a large, probably like about eight foot by ten foot tall jade-ish colored stone face of Why? of some sort of devil looking creature with his mouth agape and you, you can't see into the mouth or anything but it's clearly open um and then aside from that the it looks like the corridor goes left and right and just like it's I, from this point forward like all along the floor you see it's like very overgrown there's roots kind of coming through the walls and the stone carved um walls and passageways lots of just kind of like small vegetation that's kind of rotted because there's not like light down here or anything so hopefully you guys have dark vision which i don't think uh yandar does nope. so yandar but at this point once you get to around here as of right now you can't you can't see oh oh this is a problem um i just i we haven't done this in a while that's mm-hmm. yeah, been a while. Uh, but I quietly, like, without, like, I can hear Yandar, like, kind of. Starts to, like, feel around. A little, <laughs> a little, a little fussy, <laughs> a little fussy with his vision. It's and a very just, like, loudly clanking uh, against the walls as though. Without, 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 like, any words, just, like, put my hand on his shoulder and, and cast dark vision for him. <laughs> All right. How long does it last? Eight hours. Not concentration, right? No. Okay. So for the next eight hours, God, you'll be able to see. So mean. <laughs> I know if it was concentration. That would be fucked up. <laughs> like you're in the middle of a fight and suddenly the lights go out for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we are here in this corridor. All right. Um. Does anyone have any uh, prior experience looking for traps or uh, disabling some such mechanisms? Uh, is Lucian a half half elf? He's a full elf. Oh shit! Well, okay, not to not to meta game, but like, hey, uh, I heard uh, that like historically elves kind of have um, like uh, a sixth sense when it comes to traps and stuff. Is that true, Lucian? What? Maybe long, long ago, <laughs> in some would say, um, like like two E or something, like <laughs> or like or like one E, like original D and D when like uh, elves, their like passive trait was that they could just instantly spot and disarm any trap. Yeah, in the in the Gagaxian era, I guess that was. Yeah, yeah. Um, a few eras ago in the. Gyglaxian uh, generation, I think my people were a little bit more well-equipped, but um, I know you don't know a lot about me, but I'm more, <laughs> I'm more, I'm more well-versed in the... Um, Should we take some time to get to know you? I'm sorry. that I, I don't think it's that, an appropriate time. Sad, but... No, it's okay. I'm just a slow background. Um, you know, I do have these this arcane ability, but my training is mostly in law and order and um you know the judicial systems oh. so 
<laughs> if you ever need to get out of, you know, if you're ever in a pinch, you know, uh, it gives you like a little business card. Like, you know, you can, we're, we're at this point, we're friends, you know, I'll, I'll represent you and we'll figure it out. But we have been in several pinches. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're a lawyer at some point in time. This shit, this should have come up. <laughs> I don't know why we haven't done law yet. What? Um, <laughs> because I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, I'm a bard, but I'm also a practicing lawyer. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Well, dudes, who who wants to try and look, or do we just barrel ahead? Here's so the logistics of quote unquote like trap finding for like moving forward basically what i'll say is that for each like new area that you enter or encounter i will let one person do like a a trap check and another person can assist them if it's like plausible for them to do or you know yeah able able for them to do so and that's in that situation and in in that moment and then and then the them helping you will, will give you advantage on the on it and it'll just be investigation cool. you guys haven't done that yet so if you want to do it for this like corridor someone can can try to do it i mean i can try it but i'm not exceptional at this nor nor am i it's never quite been uh, my strong suit i'm a high risk high reward kind of guy so i'll, I'll do I don't, it I, I don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> What was the question? <laughs> 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 so I'm just gleaning this one. <laughs> Checking for traps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll check for. Yeah, I can do it. Okay. Um, Zolus, did you? Are you did you walk forward? No. I I did that to because her character can go forward, but I can't move Rogar forward for whatever reason. Oh, so, it might just be because you're like clipping clipping into the wall a little bit i can i, I can move you forward when you're yeah yeah, yeah. You're right. uh go ahead and go ahead and chuck me up two squares okay make a dexterity saving throw all oh right Christ. Not. <laughs> best game i ever played <laughs> <laughs> another you walk another five feet without yeah. telling anyone and that you like basically say oh, okay i'm going to look for traps and then you just start walking and as soon as you take like two steps um you hear another dart come flying at you can I have an advantage since I like know to ex- like I'm like okay like the ground is fucking with me. <laughs> no, because you didn't you because you didn't look didn't yet. Say, you I just started that going. I didn't say that before. That's fair. Does he get Fine. the crit? Oh, hey, what okay. the fuck? <laughs> All right, natural twenty. So you uh, this time before you didn't actively dodge it. It just flew by your face. This time you do like a cool like. Like sweet. lean, like do like a like a like a little like lean backwards. Yeah. Like as, but you don't even break stride. You're just like you step on it and like lean back and it goes. And you're just like, all right, that was a trap. <laughs> Found it. Okay. Um, now what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take out literally fucking any object I have as any weight. No, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna crawl. How how about how high are the darts flying across? Is it like a vertical line or like a horizontal line or is it just like a couple of- Hor- horizontal um at about three feet okay cool i'm gonna start i'm gonna start army crawling to the next one. okay okay and i'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna put my hand out my absolutely will hit the plates 
I'm gonna put my hand out first and see if it like goes down even like. A so so basically, you're trying to activate the plates and just have them not hit you. Yes, exactly. Okay. Like all the darts come out at the same height. So that yeah, so far from what they from what they've seen, yeah, they they come out at like a three foot. Okay. Because if they That's ever come out low, like we're just done. <laughs> like... Yeah, you you crawl up another five feet and another ten feet. Um, and nothing, nothing happens. And now you're almost face to face with this. You're like on your hands and knees all, with this big devil <laughs> stone face uh, looming above you. Okay. I look back at the other guys from the ground. I'm like, hey, just, just do what I do. Should be fine. If it works for me, it'll work for you. <laughs> Okay. All right, uh, Zolus, you're you're up, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm gonna I'll follow that. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and wiggle my way over there. You crawl up, and you are also good. Lucian crawls up behind you. Nothing happens, and as you guys are going, like you you're feeling around, and you don't feel any more pressure plates beyond this point. So, okay. in this corridor, once you all get here, the corridor extends west and east to the end at the west end. You can see what looks like like a stained glass window refracting some sort of light through, um, shining some color on the ground. And then to the east, it seems like there's a, some sort of ledge at the end. It like opens up. Hmm. We have this should, should we... green dragon or demon. And you have this green devil face in, in front of you with its mouth ajar. And now that you, you're closer... You feel like you should be able to see into the mouth, but it seems like there is, from what you could tell, because you are all yeah. arcane, magical darkness at, like, that begins right at the, kind of the back of the mouth of this. Does anyone have any string? I have rope. That, uh, that'll do. That's, like, big string. Um, yeah. Yeah, I have big string. <laughs> and do we have, like, an apple or, like, something small, something... Yeah, I mean, you have just, like, general rat like rations All right. that you can you can tie some like dried food or something to some string or rope if you would like okay does, it, does anyone have a mage hand does anyone know how to do that yeah oh a mage hand. well that would be helpful too oh well, we could mage hand it in. but 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 you know what's your plan i was just gonna say we like throw in some food and see what happens oh maybe he's hungry well, well. The food. I mean, do you think he's, he's alive? Feed him. It's, yeah, it's. I think it's to check to see if there's anything there. <laughs> check to see if he's alive. <laughs> a little medicine on the stone. <laughs> I don't. Have you feel no pulse. <laughs> I I don't have mage hand, so I couldn't do it. That Wait, way. I thought Zola I said she does. No, I right? Oh, I lied. I lied. I lied. Oh, oh. I yeah, I don't. Ending. Oh, I don't have it either. All right, old-fashioned mage hand. The real one. <laughs> the red, like a hand, like your hand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, I wrap some, I wrap, I wrap an apple and some rope, and I uh, flop it into the mouth. All right. So you tie it up, wrap it in a bow, and you just kind of lob it in. And as you expected, um, as soon as it crosses that threshold of darkness it's it gets enveloped in the darkness you can't see it anymore 
as you throw the apple in, you feel the rope not descend as if the apple fell in and like hit some sort of bottom, but instead almost gets absorbed and you can feel it almost floating um, as if you were holding a balloon by a string, but slightly oscillating. And then just a, a moment later, you hear a crunch and the rope is thrown back out by some force, frayed at the end, and the apple is gone. Whoa. Okay. So. It floated up? It, it just kind of floated in, in the space that it entered. It didn't, it didn't go and, like, drop down or like anything. There was, there was the difference in gravity. That's what, yeah, it appeared that, yeah, it entered some sort of other space. Got it. But aside, aside from that, I mean, nothing's coming out. You don't hear anything inside, but you lost a few feet of rope. You did hear uh, a crunch, though. You heard like a... Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you heard what sounded... Um, well, like, I mean, you a, could... like a, like I ate this apple crunch or like a, it got sliced by something crunch. Say do a na nature check to see if you could deduce the, the nature of the crunch. Fuck. Six. It, you're not sure. I mean, it sounded like the crunch was the apple, but you couldn't tell if it was like mm -hmm. being crushed or being chewed or being sliced or what. Got it. All right. So, uh, so no one was bad. Yeah, maybe maybe we don't go in in there. Um, I don't know if anyone was thinking about it. I also like the mouth itself is about three and a half feet wide, so oh. it is possible to yeah to for you to like climb for a medium creature to climb into. Okay. Does, does anyone else have a, have a desire to go in there, or should we throw something in? bigger in there? I think what whatever's in there, maybe maybe we, yeah, we should stop enticing it to maybe come out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But on the flip side, maybe if maybe we're offering like peace treaties or or whatnot, and maybe it could you know become benevolent us towards us. When we... I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it's like a one way mirror. Maybe it can see us and we can't see it. Maybe this thing's staring at us right now. Whatever it is. That's very creepy. Um... Yeah. <laughs> As he says that, Yendar, you feel like the hairs on the back of your neck kind of starting to stand up a little bit. Maybe we should go left or right. Hmm. Yes, I, right? I, I agree with Yendar. I'm totally not scared. I just think it's a bad idea. <laughs> which, so which way? Okay, right is the ledge appearing thing, and left is what again? Stained glass. Um, yeah, there's a stained glass window at the end of the hall. I'm interested in the window first let's check it out okay this time Good. i'll check i'll check for traps in this hallway okay. nice oh, that was um you, oh, wait, wait hold on that, that wasn't right <laughs> oh my god <laughs> no, wait all right so so what i'll do is i'll take the first one as if that base roll was your roll because you would have if you were doing it you know right, with the, the regular game. dice you would have had the same roll just added a different modifier which okay. is the same modifier, so I'll take the 19. Howie's um, like, I'm fucking sick of them getting hit. <laughs> I need a break. I, you, <laughs> that's a little funny. 
Rogar starts to like look around for traps and then you kind of put your hand on his shoulder and you're like, let me take a try. And you look and you're very confident that you don't see any sort of hidden string or pressure plates or anything to the, to the West. Cool. All right. So I proceed with a normal amount of caution. Okay. So as, as you move up about halfway in, so like 15 feet in, you, you notice that below you, there is an iron grate, uh, circular, about five feet across, and it's set into the corridor floor. As you get closer, you, c- you can look into it, and you can see, like, kind of muddy water flowing, and it's not super fast or anything. Um, it's not like a, like a rapid, it's not rushing or anything, but there is a flow of water seemingly beneath you. Is it north to the south? Yeah, yeah. It seems like it's coming from the north to the south. Moving past it, you get to this window, and you can see inside, it appears to be some sort of tomb. There's, like, creepers and vines that are clinging all around the window, but nothing obstructing the actual window. Um, the window is like six feet wide, 10 feet high. And you can see this tomb-like uh, chamber on the other side. I, I look at the part of it. Uh, do we really think this is absolutely important right now? Do we think this is Vecna's tomb and we should go in there? Or should we, should we go deeper in the dungeon where usually the scarier, harder things are? And this, I don't know, this feels like an obvious trap. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Vecna's tomb would be right here. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's someone else who's important. Maybe there's. Well, we're not looking for Vecna's tomb. We're looking for what's his name, Aserac's tomb. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, that's true. That's um, what we're trying. We will. In theory, we found the entrance, but we're looking for Vecna's. Phylacteries. Yeah. Yeah, that have been hidden here. So it's it won't be Vecna's tomb, I don't think, because it's supposed to be like non-discreet, like no one knows that they're here. So they're, they're not trying to call attention to them. So um, this might be helpful information. I wanna also just like while we know this area is safe, should we revisit the obelisk poem? Or do we think that was just to find the entrance that we found? to give it another glance yeah you guys have you guys have it at your disposal whenever you want to reference it so if you want to fear the night when the forsaken one seizes death's mantle and the seas dry up and the dead rise and i aserac the eternal reap the world of the living those who dare enter take heed now so i think that we decided when we first got this that basically that was just that part was just kind of like an intro and it because like it seems like it's just Osirak being like yeah yeah just being like this is who I am yeah and then the next part was kind of like the riddle the riddle part that might pertain to this the enemies oppose one stands between them in darkness it hides don the mask or be seen speak no truth to the doomed child. The key turns 
on the inside only. So there's a, we have a mask. Wait, we do? I mean, wouldn't that, wouldn't, what, and I like gesture back at the big statue. You don't think that's a mask? But it says we have to don the mask. Can we wear that? Mm. I mean, maybe if you're on the other side of it. Oh. Seems like something else could be donning it right now already. Oh. Yeah. I mean, also says in the darkness it hides, and that was darkness. I think something's hiding in. So that could be that. I don't know. Okay. Wait, I have an idea. So it ate the apple or whatever. What if I put my mace in there and it goes to take a bite and it gets, you know, ha ha hurt? Maybe you might lose your mace though. You got yeah, something else? Less valuable weapon? Uh, I have a spiritual mace. That's... I could turn it sideways and chuck it in there too. Uh, um, I also have. Uh, oh, yeah, I have a regular mace and a vicious morning star, so I could just put the mace in and not the morning star. Okay, I want to look. What is the what does the stained glass look like? Like, what are the shapes and the colors? It's just kind of a lot of like diamonds, like diamond shapes or like rom rhombuses, romb rhombi. Okay. Um, of of different color. Um, as you're looking closer at it, um, you can see a little bit more of the room that's that's on the other side. The it's like a they're like vaulted ceilings. This tomb, very overgrown with moss and creepers and vines, like these hallways. There is a stone sarcophagus uh, resting on a uh, stepped dais in the middle of the floor. You got, you can see that like directly through, um, in like the middle of the room, right here on the wall behind the sarcophagus. There's two large statues of bears, and they grip five foot. Um, they grip a five foot diameter bronze disc. Um, on the disc, you can see that is embossed with what appear to be a dozen glaring eyes. These eyes, so basically there's two statues of bears on either side of this big bronze disc. And on it, the eye, there's eyes. And as you look closer, you can see that they're kind of shifting and they're looking. They don't seem, they, they're not seeming to lock into anything, but the eyes are all moving as if they're scanning on the sides you can see that there are like little alcoves around the wall like the perimeter of the walls and there what seem to be stone thrones and there are slumped over haggard looking corpses in each one of the stone throws that you can see this is all through the window. We can see this. Yep. And each corpse that you see uh, is wearing what looks like a black mask. Oh. Okay. Um, and it has, it's like just from the like bottom of the nose up, just kind of like one of those, um, what's it called? Like they would have it like the parties in the 20s, like the whatever, you know what I'm talking about? They're like just like right, just right here. It's like your eyes and your nose mask. I feel like it's like Phantom of the Opera style, but his is like different. Um, it's like half his mas face. Masquerade. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. Like 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 a masquerade ball. Um, and then there's there's feathers coming up from the there's feathers coming up from the top of the masks. Okay. Okay. Oh, I have a shield. So I think those are our masks. 
that we need the to mask see. that we have to don or be seen by the eyes. But how do we get the masks we have without to, being seen? We have to kill the bears. Kill the bears. Or <laughs> kill the bears. Uh, kill the bear workshops. Um, but it seems like we're. I don't know. I feel like the second we tear down the stained glass, we're going to be in like go mode. Do we want me to? Do you want me to send? caterpillar through to see if she can see more well but that that would require having to try to break the glass right i mean is it she's not she's magic couldn't she go through it no <laughs> you, can't, you can't just go through like <laughs> objects i guess magic <laughs> <laughs> All right, and fine. <laughs> Wait, can you summon her on the other side? Of yeah, like I could see through the, the window. So you could summon her on the other side. Is that j- just like you're familiar? Yeah, or, it, it comes. I have like a a bird cage that I hold, but it's oh, that's right. It it follow. We you said it follows. Find familiar. Yeah, yeah, got you. Yeah, you can cat. You can like cast it for free. Um, yeah, I think it was like once per long rest. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, appearing in an un- unoccupied space within range, the appearing, right? Yeah, okay, okay, yes, yes, okay. So, sorry, y- you can conjure caterpillar on the other side of this window. Yes, you can do that. It, but, like, if it was with you right now, it couldn't go through the window. Yeah, no, I haven't conjured it yet. Okay. So well, well, I will say, like, wh- if we don't go through this window, we're gonna lose her then, right? So, like, possibly, I guess I could yeah. unconjure her. You have to be within a certain range of her. A hundred feet. Yeah, basically, I can. It's just like she, she is a parrot, so yeah. Oh, she has some pretty base base flying stats, but like, I can see in her eyes. Yes. Yeah. You can see, like my eyes see are in here. And I can you can control. see in here through her. Yes, and communicate telepathically. Yes, I'm through. All right. I'm gonna do that. I want her to get a better scope of what's going on in there. Okay. So I'm gonna use your token um, as her, just so I can, for now, just put it here. So okay. you con you conjure her in the tomb, and you're you're like using. Her eyes now mm-hmm. and ears. Okay, so what everyone else sees is Zola's conjures caterpillar on the other side of the stained glass window, and then her eyes like gloss over milky white, and she goes almost into like a like a paralysis while she's focusing. Um, Zolas, you become the bird. You see six total of the corpses in. In on the sitting on the thrones. Wow. Mm-hmm. As you start to look around, you know you can feel, you can hear, you can sense all the eyes shift to you. No, I this is like <laughs> when I was a little child, like nothing scared me more than eyeballs, like mm. in any form, like this is an aside, but it's I feel like a good one. Is like have you ever seen the trailer for Stepford Wives. No. Mm, I don't think so. You watched the whole movie. 
I've never seen that movie. Oh, it's when Anna's over here. Um, okay, wait. Finish describing this, and then when we take a break, I will describe this. But please, okay. this is my nightmare. Great. I'm glad we're 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 getting there already. Um, so <laughs> all six of the corpses animate and rise and look at you and. I guess, yeah, I guess everyone roll initiative. What? I saw this film. I mean, I guess we have all this beautiful glass protecting us. There's yeah. no way they would damage so beautiful a piece. I mean, they also haven't seen us yet. They've only seen the parrot. Well, yes. They might be able to see through the glass. Yeah, it proves it, it's not two way. Oh, wait, I have advantage on initiative. Oh, shoot. Sorry, I could select Rogar. I got, I got 13. Where's my second? 13. Goal? Wow. I rolled 15 and 12. Uh, 15. 20 for you. Okay. So, Zolus, you can you see them get up and they start like coming at you, like drawing their like decrepit blades. Okay. Um, I mean, how high is it in here? Um, the ceilings were vaulted and it goes to about from. 10 feet to about 30 feet. Okay, so at its, at its peak. Caterpillar is going to like zoom up. Okay. Out of, in theory, range of these things. Okay, so you fly up to kind of hover at the top of the ceiling at its highest peak. You're able to do so. And as you do, you can see all of the eyes on the disc just like following you following caterpillar up it, oh, yeah. can now that i'm in there can i see like much more north or south or like it's this is really it give me a perception check as caterpillar i think i keep my stats oh do you i could be wrong though familiar can attack as an action, you can see through the familiar's eyes and ears until the start of getting benefits of the special senses familiar has during your time deaf and blind. As an action, you can tell. Uh... Okay, I, I, yeah, I'll say that it keeps your stats. You just get any extra benefits that um, that creature would, okay. which I don't know what. Uh, let me look up a parrot real quick to see if you get any advantage. I have, I have it too. I, I remember I pulled something odd um caterpillar tiny animal low light vision perception is plus six but mine's like plus 10 ac 16 1d8 yeah i it's it, i mean it's special trait is that it can uh it Mimicry. can mimic mimics yeah mimic simple sounds it's heard yeah um and it, it has a like it can listen really well plus three racial bosons to listen to the sound it's heard yeah um, um so you get 14 you got 14 um, with the 14, as you're like rising up into the ceiling, you kind of try to frantically look around for any other entrance or exit. Um, you don't seem to find any any other way in or out of this room. Okay. Is that your turn? That would have been, well, what is my action? Um, I think... Move is or is that just movement with her? I think it's a bonus action to kind of like control. Control her. Well, as an action, you can see through your familiar's eyes and hear what it hears until the start of your next turn. 
So yeah, to keep it up, it's going to be an action every time to like be seeing through, through her stuff. Got it. It's still my turn. Yeah. So I was first, I rolled an issue. Yep. Okay. If I, is it a bonus action to dismiss her? Yeah. Yeah. Into pocket dimension, it's gonna press concentrate. Okay, I'm gonna just leave her there for now. That's fine. That's my turn. I'm gonna just. Oh, I guess I can't. Can I? I can talk. My yeah, I can talk to them. It's not muting me. I'm just deaf. Like my corporeal body is deaf and blind. Mm -hmm. Um. So I just like say out loud to them like the the eye like caterpillars initiated them like the eyes all of the eyes are following. Yeah, and. Like they can, cause you're all like by the window, you guys can see all this happening. Like everyone can see that the like undead rose up and are chasing Caterpillar. Okay. Um, and then I say like, I could dismiss her and cast tidal wave in there. Shit. If we want to just wipe them out. And then um, that's my turn. All right, Yandar, you're up. Well, I mean, I can't get in there unless you want me to, like, chuck a javelin in. Do it. <laughs> I don't want to shower the glass, man. I feel yeah, like if anyone cool. should shower the glass, it should be them. Yeah, I agree. So I will hold my turn. <laughs> until something actually comes and attacks us, like our group. Not, okay. fortunately, the, the parrot. Okay. Uh, you don't respond to... I guess she, she couldn't hear anyway. If you oh, respond to Zola, she can't hear. Um, yeah, she couldn't hear because she's deaf right now. Yeah. Oh, well, but she can hear what the parrot hears. Yeah, yeah. but, you, I mean, so you could... So, I could so you don't know if the parrot... You could. Maybe the parrot will hear it. Maybe. <laughs> So I like, you know, I cup, like, uh, if it's not too much trouble, sure. Okay. Um, we'll see if she hears on the next turn. Uh, Rogar, you're up. All right, dope. I'm going to walk right up to the glass. I'm going to look in, and I'm going to cast Flame Strike. Uh, it has a 60-foot range, and it's a 10-foot radius, so I'm going to try and center it on the right-hand side there, so the northmost bear. And behind him is one of the things, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's like right. They're like shoulder to shoulder, pretty much. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, that's exactly where I want to cast it. And I think if it's a ten foot radius, it might touch the other bear too. Um. Uh, yeah, you could put it like right between the. Oh, oh, you want the other bear? Like put it between the two bears on the disc. Yeah. So if I like hit like this corner right here, I think I'd get that both bears and the thing, right? Yeah, essentially, you'd have to, well, you'd have to center it more, like, on the disc side, yeah. um, like, on the disc itself of eyes, and then you could hit both the bear statues and one of the whites. Okay, that's what I want to try to do. Um, since the statues are, like, non-sentient, I guess it's kind of just whatever their AC is against a strike, but, yeah, the other guy has to make a deck saving throw as a 10-foot radius, 40-foot-high cylinder of flame like roars down from the heavens. Okay. Deck save? Yep. 
Uh, it fails. Shit, yeah, all right. And then, I mean, it, it, inanimate objects like will no. will just will just fail. Oh, that's not a good roll. <laughs> not good no. rolls. Oh wait, oh wait, oh wait. And forty six radiant. Oh shit. Okay. That's much better. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. It's twenty four points of uh, fire and then radiant damage. Jesus Christ. Not only does it burn, it burns holy. All right, so you walk up to the window and kind of like press your forehead against it, and you're looking at this spot on the disc, and you conjure um, fire and and radiant light right on it, and there's a brief explosion. And as as it clears, you can see that the undead white is like half singed. And, you know, clearly taking some damage, but still standing. Um, the two bears are, cr- like, crumble a little bit. Like, little parts of their bronze armor starts to kind of chip away. And the eyes look like they're in pain and start to look all around and then refocus on Caterpillar. Hell yeah. Uh, I, think, I think our best bet is to stay here, guys. <laughs> This is going pretty well so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, is that is that your turn? Uh, I'm going to use the rest of my movement to back the fuck up. <laughs> okay, just like able to to back up. Um, okay. Not not on top of the grate. <laughs> Ten feet. <laughs> I don't want to be in a place where water can get me. Um, yeah, whoever's. I think it's their turn. Or Lucian's turn. Maybe. No, it's yeah, it's Lucian's turn. Um, okay, he is gonna take a cue from you and step up and cast Sacred Flame. Let's see, it's one creature within range. Deck save. So he's gonna target the same white in the back. Oh yeah. It is going to fail. So it is going to take some fire damage. Um, as it begins to smolder a little bit, and then he's also going to step back. Um, that will be his turn. Now is the white's turn. So, Zolus, as you f- you fly up to the top and they start to shift underneath you, you see that <laughs> they they are armed with different weapons. Um, I'm going to roll a d6 to see how many of them have bows. Three. So... They have three, three of them have longbows, and so they're going to shoot at you. The first one will miss. The second one will miss. Okay, so I know you guys just got me this, this die, and I don't think I've rolled above a five on it so far. <laughs> so I think that you guys got me a, a purposefully weighted Wait. dice, so I, I, roll, I roll that. Um, We're so like, here, Cowie, use this as the damage die. <laughs> yeah, this beautiful dice. <laughs> oh well l- luckily they all have multi-attack so let's do it again oh so they all they all mi- they all miss their their first arrows as your parrot body starts can kind of like dodge around them what's your what's your ac um as the parrot oh yeah it would be as the parrot is oh it's actually high it's 16 oh my god okay <laughs> i don't <laughs> I don't know where those stats like came from, first but level characters. <laughs> I know. I don't know where the hell those stats came from, but I'm not gonna uh, argue today. It's been there for yeah. a long time. I'll take it. That's fine. 
Okay, so the first one, second arrow misses. The second one, second arrow is going to hit. And the third one, second arrow is going to miss. So finally, get hit with one of them for four points of piercing damage. Okay, noted. And the other three are just kind of try to get underneath you, and they're just kind of swinging their long swords above above their heads, trying to hit you, but obviously they cannot. Um, that is their turn. Zolus, it's back to you. Okay. I'm going to, like, so I, I'm not going to use my action this time to see through her, but I'm going to leave Caterpillar there. Okay. Um, where she is, and then I'm going to just cast Tidal Wave. So, one, two, three. Th- these squares are five or ten? Five feet. Perfect. Okay, so it's so the, this room is roughly thirty by thirty. Yeah. Okay. So oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. One, two, three, four, five, six. So like thirty by forty. But yeah. Cool. Um. So I'm gonna cast it like on, on this on that column. On the sarc- the sarcophagus. So it, yeah. Um. But it's thirty feet long. So like I'm gonna do that north to south, and then it's ten feet wide. So it'll hit this guy, and then these four. For those three. And like and anything player. that's over here that hits 30, but that I can't really see. Okay. Sorry, it's 30 feet by by how many feet? So it's 30 feet long, 10 feet wide, 10 feet high. Oh, so you're gonna cast it like north to south? Yeah, exactly. To, to sweep to sweep them. Okay, gotcha. So it'll hit all four of those. Mm-hmm. Um so what 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 do they do? Deck saves. Deck saves. Um okay. Against my spell save, which is 18. All right. So the first one who's taken damage already succeeds. The second one that's just to the south of him fails. The one below him fails. And the last one fails too. Okay, cool. So everybody takes damage. It's going to be 4d10 bludgeoning. Oh, sorry. 48 bludgeoning. The ones that fail are not prone. Yeah. So they sorry. all they, the they first all take, one. So they, they. I mean, they're both the same. <laughs> oh, weird. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So um, everyone takes damage, but the ones that fail are not prone. Yeah. So successful save, they just take half damage. Failed, they take full damage and then are not prone. Yeah, they're um, not prone. The water spreads across the ground, extinguishing any unprotected flames, and then it disappears. Okay. So you walk up to the. Well, you're I, mean, I don't even have. I don't, I don't even. Is I. I want to be. Well, so I guess my. I was pretty close. I was probably like here. Yeah. Well, when I when was, you, oh, I was at the window, and you I, were at the window when you conjured caterpillar. Yeah. So caterpillar you, still the, up above there. Yeah, you summon a large wave, water seemingly out of nowhere, starting from the north and crashing down towards the south. The first one that it hits kind of is able to, because it was conjured so close to him, kind of like steps through it and like meets the wave's force and pushes through it, still taking some damage, but the rest are hit blindsided and take full damage and are knocked prone. So that guy, what's that? Round up. So that'll be seven points of damage for him. Um, the others take 15. I got to do some quick math. All right. So th- as the one that stepped through the wave, you can he- see like, he's almost like, choking on the water and the force and he's uh, of the wave and he's not looking great nice 
Um, and then like, yeah, the, like the water disperses and f- flows around the, the room and kind of spreads out. So that was like a inch or so of water across the, the entire room. <laughs> nice. Uh, anything gonna, else? No, I'm just going to take a step back. That's my turn. All right. Yendar, it's your turn. I don't know. Like, I take a seat? Like, what, what <laughs> am I supposed to do here? Like, uh, this entire uh, this entire battle is happening on the other side of this thing. I can't get to it. Uh, I have no spells to do anything like that. So, I don't know. I'll just keep holding my action until something happens over here. All right. But uh, I'll move up front. I'll I'll be right there in case anything happens. All right, Rogar, you're up. I wish Control Water had cooler options. Yeah, I would absolutely like love to be like a true water bender, but that's not. Rules. They tried to do that with like a one of the monk subclasses. They didn't, uh, didn't go that smoothly. Oh, all right. Okay. Which one looks the weakest? The one that's that you hit the first time. So the one in the um, northwest corner. That one. Yep. Okay. What's a what's a ten foot radius? I'm gonna cast flame strike again right here. So the ten foot. Okay, so should hit uh, diagonally. It should hit that one, and then left and right, it should hit all the others. Right. Put it there. I would say, let's see. Okay, so I think like, that circle is a 10 foot radius. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be able to hit all of them. All right. Fucking deck saves, baby. Okay. Because I rain hellfire down. Or Still, I'm the deck down. saves. I'm going to start at 12 o'clock and go clockwise. So Got the it. first one fails. Nice. The second one fails. Nice. What's your save? 16. Uh, the oops. third one. Let me double check. It might be 15. Oh, no, it's 16. All right. The third one saves. Okay. The fourth one saves. The fifth one saves. And the sixth one fails. So three, three fail, three succeed. The one that is the most hurt uh, failed also. Nice. Okay, so it's 12 points fire damage. Have it if they succeeded. And then it's 16 points radiant damage. Yeah. Okay. So the one that has taken the most that you hit the first time with Flame Strike, as the this time as the bright light and flame dissipates, you see it, he's just crumpled into kind of like a pile of bones and ash. Yeah. He's dead. The rest are still standing, but have noticeably taken more more damage from these flames and radiance than the others than the other time. Nice. Okay. Then, what level spell is that? Five. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. As I I've used both of my slots already on those two attacks. Yeah, <laughs> but flame strike is so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you're doing? Uh, no, I'm good. Interesting. Okay. Lucian kind of like looks at you. He's like, "That's some some heavy magic you're using right there." Since you're doing that, I'm gonna I'm gonna save some of my big magic, <laughs> I think, 
and he's just gonna pick the northernmost one and cast another flame strike. I'm like visibly sweating. Or uh, not flame strike. <laughs> uh, uh, sacred, sacred flame. Cool. Um, wait, is that a save or a? Cast flame strike. It's like this is one of yeah, my smaller get... spells. Yeah, right. And then it was flame strike. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that one fails. A hefty little flame strike, uh, or sacred flame, flame strike, sacred flame. But that one's still standing, uh, as far as you can tell. So, but definitely not looking great. Um, it is their turn. The one who died was not a bow user. So the three that got knocked prone are going to oh wait, actually they would have all failed because they were they were prone. Um so I'll just adjust, adjust the damage for that one guy. Okay, so they use half their movement to stand up. Um and caterpillar is gonna get six arrows coming her way. That's a that's a crit, so that's two. <laughs> okay, she poofs right yeah. out of existence uh, with that one. All right. So as she poofs, you are back. Let's put you right here. You guys can see that the remaining whites just move back to their thrones and right. sit down. And the eyes on the disc start to just scan around. And we are out of initiative right now. Okay. Do they look like they're healing? You can give me a medicine check. 16. They don't look like they're actively healing, like through magic or anything, but you think that maybe if given enough time or something, that maybe that they'll regenerate some some health or some benefit of, you know, resting. I think we gotta just go on there. Oh, crap, guys. Yeah, we gotta go there. We gotta mask as soon as possible. Yeah. People, cool if I just shatter this glass. Wait, wait, wait. Let me see Wait, if... Let's have a plan. Let's, let's lure them out first. I'm wondering if I have an extra... They're not gonna get lured until they see us. Right. Well, let's, let's smash the glass and then hide on either side and ambush them when they come out so the bears don't see us, too. Does that make sense? I'm just thinking, like... They responded to the stimuli, like they the 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 eyes were tracking caterpillar the whole time. So if there's something else that we could throw in there that would they would track, then we can continue to just do what we're gonna do. Unless you guys just want to go in and smash, smash, smash. I think that's spiritual weapon. I kind of want to smash, smash, smash. <laughs> <laughs> and they're starting to feel left out. You can go in. Be like, be like, yeah. sword is like ready to get like divine punishment on these undead wipes. Like, like he, he came, he came here to be a hero, and he's just watching like an action film in front yeah. of him. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we can smash, smash, smash. But I can try to like I can cast Druidcraft in there and see if it like initiates them again to get them closer. Or if you want them to stay far back there, we have the upper hand on like going in hot. Right now, yeah. Let's yeah. Let's honestly, yeah. Fuck it. Let's take the initiative. Let's let's surprise them. You know. Let's let's make the eyes scared a little bit. All right. Cool. When so, what's the mask that they're wearing? What are they made of? Uh, from here, you you can't really tell. And their weapons were like decrepit, like wooden stuff. No, they, like they're just like like rusted old like st- um, steel 
steel like long swords, and a couple of them have long bows on their backs as well. Okay, cool. Um, and then the circle thing was metal, right? It was gold. The oh, the disc. It's a uh, bronze. Okay. And and so are the bear statues. Okay, cool. Okay, that's all. I was just wondering. All right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna take. Do it, Julian. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck it. I'm gonna <laughs> shield. I'm gonna shatter the glass, and it's going uh, to like in slow motion just splash out as I leap heroically into <laughs> well, well, this. Back up! Back up! Field. Back up! Back up! Back up! No. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't know yet. We're gonna let the Maybe. dice aside. Roll the AC of glass. Yeah, so roll an attack with your sh- with like a shield a shield bash attack, which I would say, yeah, would be just like a strength based attack to hit. So just like a D twenty plus my strength. Yeah. Wow. This this is why we roll a dice. This is why we roll a dice. I, this is, I'm telling exactly. you, roll twenty is just like it's not. <laughs> With 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 a natural I one, like you, I feel like you programmed this shit. Man, when with a natural one that you rolled, you go to lunge with your with, with your shield with these uh, visions of grandeur of smashing through um, in slow motion and landing in in a pose with your sword drawn to your side. Um, you get lost in your in your fantasy a little bit. You slip on some some like vines and some moss below you. And you trip and you fall prone and you hit your head as you're falling <laughs> and you take two points of bludgeoning damage as you are embarrassed. Um, yeah, are you sure it's not psychic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, does, does anyone... <laughs> how do you guys react to seeing him uh, really eat it? I try really hard not to laugh. Like my whole might not to uh, give this. give give me a performance check to see if you can hold it. Oh my god! Another now <laughs> one. So you you, you just... burst out laughing. You burst out laughing. Um, you snort a little bit. Um, and Yandar clearly hears it. That is a one in four hundred chance. <laughs> You know what my little cousin said to me today? He's like, I hate statistics. He's like, it's not real. It's everything is 50-50. Either it happens or it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's yeah. why I'm taking pre That's why I'm taking pre-calc next year. <laughs> yeah. Like that's fair. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I I all my might and it like bubbles over. I I just can't help after all of the things we've been through. I robotically just stand up. Don't I don't look around. I don't look at them. I hear Zolas laughing, and it's just like a sound that's going to echo in my skull forever <laughs> now. <laughs> Without like saying anything, Lucian looks over and uh, puts a hand on your shoulder, and without like words or anything, he casts guidance. Um, on you just maybe to help you out with with something um passively so you have an extra d4 
for it's, it's for for ability checks, but you know. Okay. Um, long this right. an ability check? No. no. I have a question. Okay, great. I have a question. <laughs> yeah. It's stained glass, right? Yep. So, like, presumably, like the like when you make stained glass, you have to solder it. So, like, it's all soldered together. So it's metal that's holding it together. So if I sure. if I cast heat metal, could I melt it and it could shatter? You could try. Okay. Cool thought. I will do that. All right. Is it oh. is that like a a save or anything? <laughs> no. He can't hit her. He can't destroy it with a shield, but she can touch it and it crumbles. <laughs> Choose a manufactured <laughs> manufactured metal object. You cause the object to glow red hot, and then like if someone touched it, it would cause damage the, yeah it's all like it's all ba- the, all the rest of the the spell is based off of like a creature was wearing it okay uh just, roll roll damage wanted to melt it um, oh a whole five fire damage all right so you focus on it you cast heat metal the the small metal between the planes of colored glass begin to Heat up and glow slightly orange, and that's that's it. Okay, cool. Um, in theory, I could like keep doing this because like the spell, you can use a bonus action to like keep inflicting the damage. Okay. It did like uh, so you'd be holding that five damage on it. Yeah, for a minute. Okay. Is that what you what you choose to do? Yeah. Okay, so you're concentrating, you're concentrating, heat metal, heat metal, it's glowing, it's ebbing and flowing, glowing a, a darker orange, and then cooling off a little bit, and then going, um, and after a minute, it stops glowing. Okay. Is it like, if I go up to it, can you tell if it's like warped enough, or if I like tapped on some of the glass, if it popped out? Um, it doesn't seem to have changed at all. Oh, no. This might be a little magical. Okay, so that didn't work either. I, I, I can I can I go? Yeah, get it. <laughs> like God, it's a fucking window. Like I did not think it was to take half an hour. I yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm doing it by the stats and the one that wanted to roll. Howie, we could have had a cutscene. Insisted we roll. Oh, if it gives me stats, I use the stats. I gotta. I, he's okay. he's a rules lawyer through and through. You gotta, you gotta admire his commitment to the bit. All right, Rogar, it's your turn to, your to, to open the glass. I swing my vicious morning star at it like a baseball bat, like quietly. Like I didn't even laugh when Yandar fell. I let Zolas do her thing, and I stand up and I just pull it out from behind me, like Casey Jones and the hockey stick and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And swing it. One walk up right between them both and swing it. All right, roll the hit. A n- All right, natural twenty. All right, roll damage. Okay. Eleven piercing. You you swing it. You make solid contact, but you like don't find purchase in the glass. Like it's thick glass, and you your morning star just kind of like bounces off and like reverberates in in your hand. I walk I start walking back the other direction. Lucian <laughs> bites, your turn. Bullshit. Uh, fuck man. All right. He 
he's like, I'm going to, he has, he has, his, he has a vicious Warhammer. So he like two hand Warhammer above his head comes down um, to smash it. Let's see. He gets a plus seven. So he makes connection. Let's see if he can do some fucking damage to this thing. Watch this thing be All right. So he, he makes, he makes connection. He finally gets it in the right spot and it starts to splinter, but it hasn't shattered. Robert turns around like, fucking loosened it. He just, he just, he just gonna, he just, he's just gonna, he's just gonna do it, take another Warhammer to it. Um, and he, second time, is able to shatter it. So, let's see, did I put I was gonna try a really nice moment where I walk up and say, you know, usually with the heartbreakers, but today with the glass breakers, let's say that's a team. That didn't get to happen. Would have been nice. Okay, the glass is now shattered, and as you see into this room once more, the whites be- begin to rise, and the eyes seemingly looking at each one of you individually through the through the pain. We are back in initiative. I'm just gonna use the same order as before. So Zolus, you will be first. Okay. I'm gonna cast Moonbeam. I'm gonna move right up to here so I can see where they're at. Um, so I'm gonna cast it straight down on this guy. Con save. Sorry, which one are you casting Moonbeam on? This one right here. Okay, the one that's taking a lot. Of... Oh wait, wait, no, no, never mind. The one that took a lot of damage. I mean, it, it has taken damage, but the one that took a lot of damage is already dead. So oh. makes a save. Con, it will succeed. It's gonna take half damage. It'll take. Ooh, nice. So it'll take eight radiant damage. All right, you call down a little moonbeam, and it begins to burn into its head as it takes eight points of radiant damage. Cool. I'm gonna just say concentrating on that one. Okay. And back up a little. Yendar, it's your time to shine, my guy. I mean, hopefully. We'll see. Who knows what these rolls are. We'll say. Um, but yeah, I'll go up to this one. Let's just stand here. And yeah, I'll divine smite. The, you said these are undead, right? Yes. Okay. So I'll use divine smite undead with the magical longsword two-handed. So that's... So, so after your debacle with the shield, you put it away? Yeah, yeah. No, the shield's on timeout. Okay. <laughs> what does uh divine smite? What does that do? Is that so, is that turn undead? No. So divine smite undead just adds more d8s when you undead. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Are these motherfuckers undead? Yeah, yeah. They're oh, they're white. Shit, dog. told me that. I think I put, painted a pretty clear picture. <laughs> it was like they're corpse. They yeah, they're corpses. <laughs> I don't know any live corpse. Oh, it's uh, 24 to hit, yes. <laughs> Same. All, every corpse, every undead is. Not all undead or corpse. Slashing. Doesn't work. Not every divine corpse. 
Uh, extra 2d8. Plus another 1d8 for improved. Plus another 3 for uh, undead. That's 68 so far. Yeah. And it's a first level. I could upcap. No, we'll start with six levels. So we'll do. We'll start with six. 68. Let's see how much this dice roll there. Matter. Oh, bad. 27. All right. As you finally get your moment of redemption, you take your long sword, you bring it down into the clavicle of this undead white. Um, as you s- feel your paladin calling of destroying undead come to fruition, and you yell as you send through radiant damage and smite down um, this white, and you pretty much cleave it yeah. clavicle to hip, and it slides down dead in front of Hell you. Hell yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I still have some movement and yep. another attack. So I'll do that hopefully all again. All right. Roll the hits. No. All right. Another 24. That will hit. Uh, that's 14 no. slashing plus 26 radiant. Okay. So as you just take big steps, and you do it again down <laughs> the other side of the clavicle to the hip, and yeah, you're just totally. mowing down undead as you're walking um, through this this uh, forgotten tomb. Um, you also notice that as you're coming into this tomb, I'd say three eyes shift to you while the others stay fixated on the, the open window. Alright. More three eyes. It's good to know. <laughs> Uh, anything uh, else? Uh, outside of having a, a, a slight smile on my face as I'm slicing these undead down, uh, that's that's it. I'm good. All right, real guy, you're up. All right, dope. I see what's going on in this room, and I like clap my hands and I like just start running with my head down like as fast as I can. You hear me like chomp, 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 coming through the All hallway, right. and under my breath, I'm like, I beseech the cord. God of strength and God of storm, hear my cry and see my head. I'm gonna fuck these bitches and turn the undead. And I jump onto the uh, crypt and I like smack it with my hands and like radiant light spreads out for me as I turn undead for the first time ever in this game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> thirty feet um... out from me uh, since I'm level six or whatever i think i just have the power to do it uh channel divinity turn undead i use my holy symbol each undead that can see or hear you within 30 feet must make a wisdom saving throw okay so the one to the north fails the one to the southwest fails and the one to the northwest succeeds right okay so the ones who failed it's turned for one minute or until it takes any damage. A turn creature spends its turn trying to move as far away from me as it can, and it can't willingly move to a space within 30 feet of it. It can't take reactions, and for its action, it can only use dash or try an escape that prevents it from moving. Wait, or it can only use the dash action or try to escape from an effect that prevents it from moving. If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use the dodge action. So basically, the two that failed are like, trying to zip away from me. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, and channel undead is my action. 
bonus action, I'm going to pull out my vicious morning star and like start waving it around my head like a tomahawk. <laughs> All right. Um, noted. All right. Um, <laughs> Lucian's turn. He's going to run at this frightened white and give it a swing with his warhammer and he's like next to the wall in the corner and he missteps and swings his oh wait 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 wait, wait. Sorry, sorry 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 at fifth level i have destroy undead so when an undead fails against my turn undead feature it's instantly destroyed if its challenge rating is below uh, a certain threshold as shown in the cleric table uh, all right tell me what the threshold is so at fifth level i think the cr oh it's oh shoot it's not in um wiki dot Shit. What is it? Oh, okay. Fifth level is destroy undead CR level half. Are they at half? At fifth level? Aren't you like 14? Oh, wait. Shit. Yeah, you're right. Uh, CR three. It, oh, no, if I'm, it, 13. I'm 13. For, 13. So CR two. CR two. Wait, we, okay. we level? We're at 14. I'm level 14. Yeah. yeah, everyone should be. Yeah, everyone should be 14. Fuck. Okay, so it's CR three. Sorry, okay. Yes, I never wrote it down. I just didn't. I did all the stat changes. I just never changed it. Okay. Write or read read that uh, destroy undead. Okay. Through. Destroy undead. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't had to look at the playbook in a while. Yeah. Um, starting at fifth level, when an undead fails at saving throw against your turn undead feature, which I did, the creature is instantly destroyed if its challenge rating is at or below. A certain threshold. That one right now being CR three since I'm level fourteen. Okay, it says at or below. Yep. Okay, so then the two that you uh, that failed essentially implode with radiant energy and fall to the ground dead. <laughs> Hell yeah! This is my fight today. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I didn't realize how strong you guys were against undead. Um, I didn't either. <laughs> You're like really haven't fought a lot of undead. No. So Lucian said 5, 10, 15, 20, 20. You guys brought piss to a shit fight. Yeah. Lucian's just going to run towards this one. Um, The last one remaining, like by the bears. And he is going to cast Ray of Frost at it. So he's going to, he's going to roll to hit. That will hit. And that is a, 1d8 cold damage. Nice. And its speed is reduced by 10 for its turn. That's his turn. I guess it's the it's their turn. <clears throat> they only know one thing, and that is to attack. So it's gonna go at Lucian because it's closest it's closest to him with longsword. Um all right, that's gonna hit. And then so it comes down and strikes Lucian um, in the side with a longsword. And then as it does, it takes one of its hands. It only uses, it's a one-handed longsword attack. And its other hand goes like onto Lucian's chest and is going to start sucking out like necrotic energy, like life energy into its palm. He needs to make a constitution saving throw and he does not succeed 
So what that means, you can see him start to kind of writhe in pain as life energy is being sucked from his body and he's taking damage. Lucian? Lucian, yeah. Um, that is going to be its turn. Zola's your turn. You still have concentration on this guy for with Moonbeam. Okay, and that's the one that's attacking Lucian. Yeah, it's the only one still alive. Okay, I'm gonna move it, Moonbeam over to attack him. So he has to make con save. No, it's the same. It's the same guy that. Oh, oh, oh! You gonna? Okay, you have to like move it over to him, and he makes another mm-hmm. save. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Unless, well, um, did he step out of it? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he succeeds. Okay, so he'll take half on that. So he'll get seven radiant. Seven points radiant damage as his head begins to almost split open from the radiant damage, um, but he looks focused, to say the least. Okay. Uh, yeah, Yenda, your turn. Hmm. Okay. Um. So where are these masks? They're on the bodies. Um, two of them have been burned and singed beyond use, but the one right next to you, the, the, the essentially corpse corpse, the double corpse next to you, has an intact mask. And looking at it now, you can tell that it's made out of just like, like a paper mache and feathers. Okay. Um, I want to pick up the mask and use Divine Sense. Nice. Uh, okay. A celestial fiend undead within sixty feet of you. Oh wait, this is not doing what I wanted to. Well, it's still good information. You can also detect the presence of any places that have been consecrated or desecrated. That's with the hallow spell. Um, within sixty feet of you. So you don't sense anything coming from this mask in particular, and you can sense that there is one undead within sixty feet of you. And it's the it's the one right here. Yeah. Okay. Let me take a look at this poem just one more time. On the mask would be seen. Okay. I put on the mask. Okay. Give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, I I'm, bet just I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hmm? <laughs> I okay, wait. I want to I know. That one stands in between in the dark side, don the mask or be seen. The mask probably protects you from that the gold eyes. The bronze eyes. That's what I'm thinking, but I want to So, Yendar, you gingerly lift up the mask without taking too much of this white flesh with it. You put it over your own eyes and nose and head. Um, as you do, you look over to the bronze disc with the eyes, and the eyes that were looking at you look elsewhere. Okay. Do I feel okay? Yeah, you don't... As far as you can tell, there are no um, negative effects coming from this. All right. And there's another one that isn't burnt up next to me, so I'll grab that one, too. Okay. So now you're wearing one, and you have one in your possession. And I should have some movement. Yeah. So Lucian looks like he's hurting. Yeah. So then I'll go over to him and hand him a mask. Like, you know, don it. Okay. You'll give it to him, see if he dons it on his turn. Anything else you want to do? That's it. All right. Rogar, it's your turn. All right. So there's one left, right? Yeah. All right. 
I look at him and I hold out my vicious morning star from atop the crypt and I like point directly at him and I'm like, turn! And uh, it can make another constitution saving throw. Okay. Or excuse me, uh, not constitution. It is wisdom. Okay. Either way, it, it fails and erupts and dies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the eyes are still looking at three of you, not Yandar, but we are out of initiative. All right. Bonus action on my turn. I pop down to the one I just turned and I pick up its mask and put it on. Okay. The eyes stop looking at you. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there's no more masks, right? There are two more masks. But they're broken? No, two are broken, two are being worn, and there are two. Oh. A lot of people. Great. Well, anyway, I'm going to cast mending to fix the other ones. Nice. Okay. You're able to repair them, so you have six of these paper mache masks in total. Nice. Definitely put it on. We'll put the okay. other ones in storage. All right. So everyone's, I'm just going to say everyone's wearing a mask now. Um, the eyes are again just kind of like scanning and shifting around around the room. All right, what if we put this plate with eyes into that hole? <laughs> okay. Will it eat it? Wait in oh into that hole yeah. <laughs> uh, interesting thought. Wait, it's okay, like it's like a dinner plate with eyeballs on it. I think it's bigger than that. Okay, I thought it was yeah, like I mean, yeah, it's it's big. It's really big. Okay. Like a tectonic plate, but big. Yeah, it's like I'd say probably eight feet across, like eight feet by eight feet. Oh, also we can't. I want to poke one of the eyeballs. Oh God, I step back. (laughs) Um. Okay, you go over and you poke you poke one of the eyes. Like, what are you poking it with? My finger. You you poke it and like it feels like like it is bronze and it's still kind of moving around your oh finger. okay interesting i know okay um I, you guys are out of my death on this one. <laughs> oh. okay fuck it should we should we should we open the crypt see who's inside yeah why not yeah let's take a little peek you can't see us we're safe we might as well yeah, there. yeah let's let's give it a push so I'm not on the crypt anymore to clarify. Okay. So all of you donning the ring or donning the um masks stand above the the this sarcophagus. It is stone, nothing super um like nothing really stands out about it. It has like some ornate carvings. Zolus, Zolus, give me um just a flat wisdom check. Cool. With its with a twelve, you remember that one of so the symbol there's a symbol in the middle of this sarcophagus that looks almost like a tree bear, and you remember that the same visage was in one of the small altars that you guys saw outside of the of the tomb in oh, that okay. little al- alcove with the different um animal like with the basins. Oh, I hope there aren't fucking twelve of these. There might be, but also <laughs> that they were like kind of unrelated, hmm. or seemingly unrelated right now. 
to like what we're looking for, but it might be important. Yeah. That's what we say in the, in the canon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So should we, do you want to push it open still? I think we should see what's inside. I mean, if worse comes to worse, this is as close to the entrance as we're going to be. That's true. Okay. And a one and a two. So who's who's opening? Are you all like doing it together? Or yeah. Yeah. So y'all you all kind of stand around and, and on one side and put your hands on it. As you guys begin to push, you can feel that the lid to this is locked and very, very heavy. But as you begin to push it, the mask that you're wearing begin to reverberate a little bit and the lid slides off very easily mm. and this heavy this heavy stone lid falls to the ground and, and kind of tumbles down the a couple of the, the steps around this the dais and inside you see look like the uh, the skeleton of a of an animal uh, of the koala bear-esque looking tree bear that you saw engraved. So there are these like animal bones also in like a, a small dusty pile within the sarcophagus. There is a ring. What color is it? Uh, it's pretty dusty, but it looks golden. Could that be a phylactery? Do we know what the phylacteries look like? Is it, is it like a jar or it's like a... It's probably like a housing cell unit. Well, the, Lucian, Lucian says, well, all that we know is that Vecna's eye and hand came into the tomb. So it could just be like preserved parts of, like of his body, but it could be in a, like you said, in some sort of urn. We're not entirely sure. Got not that much. Okay. Uh, I want to... I want to investigate the ring without putting it on. I want to like dust away around it and see if there's any like symbol on it or like anything like sketchy about it. And then maybe Yandar, you could help and do a, a divine sense on this. Actually, wait, it should still be operating from before, right? So shouldn't you be able to like perceive any like danger or like anything? Yeah, else? but it's not really going to like. It's more for creatures, not. Items. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. do we have any detect magics? Yeah, I do. Do you want to do that on the on the uh, ring first? I guess so. Like, why don't you examine it first? All right. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna roll investigation without putting it on. Okay. Um. So just like archaeology dusting and mm -hmm. like inspecting. Uh, eighteen. Okay. With an eighteen, you get real close to like your almost touching your nose to it and you <laughs> breathe a little bit and the dust goes out and you can tell from your adventuring experience this is a ring of protection oh it's got a little shield on it yeah oh hell yeah i i hold it up to the end i'm like look maybe all right so as soon as you pick oh, it up what <laughs> as, as you touch the ring the dust that you had blown up begins to swirl and oh. No. It it takes the shape of a small yeah. bear, yeah, and yeah. it it forms into this ashen shape next to you, and it roars and it leaps and it jumps at you over a ring of protection. Doesn't it doesn't matter? Um, 
Hold on one second. about the ring. It was about the tomb. <laughs> yeah, you disrupted the you disrupt you disrupted a resting place. I mean, it's just a ring of protection. I I thought you know. It was about the dust. <laughs> yeah, it's about the dust. I disturbed where it sat. I didn't. Well, put your dust back, Mister Bear. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let you sleep, buddy. <laughs> You're okay in my book, pal. All right, um, make a make a charisma saving throw. Okay, what? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try to befriend it with an next. Oh, that's never good. No, Those yeah, are bad ones. Hey, jokes on y'all because that's, my charisma is zero. <laughs> that's kind of wait, but that's that's close that's to me though. So I got All right, so plus so five. as it plus or plus five, yeah. Okay, so a thirteen. So as no 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 no, I got an eight. That yeah, but you're plus five. you're next to Yandar. Oh right, plus five, so thirteen. Yeah. So as as this bear, the small tree bear made out of ash, roars and leaps towards you, you try to like steady yourself and stave it off, but it the ash envelops you, Rogar, and as it goes away, you guys, <laughs> the, everyone else, you guys don't see anything like canonically, but. <laughs> uh, you want to message it to me privately? <laughs> is it a is it a ghostly detail? <laughs> it is exactly that. Yeah, um, the weird possession situation. <laughs> I want to. How do I show you just you this? Oh, you can no. whisper as a DM. Yeah, this is not good. Or you can chat it to me on Zoom. But I I, I want you to have. Direct access to this. Um, okay. Hold on one second. Let's see. I'm going to have to get so many negative effects before I get sloth speed. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Okay. So, Tyler, you get this. I just got to find the file real quick. Okay. I'm going to PYU that. Oh, I, I, I just found it. But we, we can take a quick. Uh, that's okay. you, can, you can send it to me. I'll wait. So mad at myself. I was like, I was gonna hedge my bet, or like the entire dungeon, and I just the first opportunity I fucked up. I don't know know how we could avoid this. Um, I wanted to not do this room at all. (laughs) Can you can you can you see that? I shared it with you. It should be in your handouts. Oh my god! What the fuck is this? All right. So this is what happens like internally you know that this is happening. Like, they are essentially, like, co-inhabiting your consciousness no. with you. What? No! I, 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 no. I, I will tell you this right now. <laughs> like, this is a compulsion. Yeah. And, like, there are risks. I'll tell you this right now, Meta. There are risks to not adhering to what this says. Okay. Okay, that's that. Yep. What do we see happen? You you see Rogar getting enveloped with like a cloud of ash, um, from the tomb, and then, or from the sarcophagus, and then he kind of just like shudders as it dissipates, and then you can see his eyes get like a little shifty, like, oh god, like he's like responding to some sort of stimuli, um, <laughs> and then. A good way to phrase it. Yeah, and then um, that—that's what you see. We're like immediately like Rogar, what's happening? 
uh, no, no, nothing. Why? You're like, uh, I, you, you look like something happened to you. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I feel, I don't know, that was kind of scary, but he's gone, right? So we're nothing, nothing gone? else we really have to worry about. Who's gone? Who's gone? The, the little bear thing. What? Is that all we have to? We saw the bear. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I feel okay. Let's just let's just you know kind of take play it safe going forward, huh? Because what if that was bad? That could have been worse. We don't want to make any more rash decisions. <sighs> uh, that doesn't sound like you at all. Yeah, I think I learned a valuable lesson today. Page in, in the Heartbreakers book. We're gonna be more cautious now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. You guys usually, you know. I think. I don't know. You're very quiet. I'm just like, all right, buddy. I'll <laughs> a, a little tap and just just a cleansing touch, just to see, just in case you know anything's happening. Oh, what what does it do? It ends uh, the spell that's gonna be cast on you. Okay. This, this, you know, I don't know. Just in case anything weird happened, I'm <laughs> feeling fresh and clean. That's a that's a okay. That's a Cali question. Um. Yeah. So you cast um, cleansing touch on Rogar, and you kind of see the the energy wash over him. Um. But nothing happens that you can see. Uh, thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, no worries. Kind of like a shower without taking one, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like when it's like kind of rainy out and you're like, yeah, I feel like I'm clean now. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Okay. Uh, what do we do? Yeah, I guess we should. <laughs> no? Well, wait, what else is in this? Just the shifty is eye. Is the ring? Uh, wait, the ring shifting around. Wait. There. Hmm. Oh, sorry. You, can... you have the ring of protection now, Rogar. You 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 can put it on if you'd like. Okay. Um, so you need plus two to AC, right? I uh, let me double check. I can't remember if it's a resistance well, to like one damage. Oh, that's what it is. I get to pick. I get to pick um, advantage against the thing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. plus one. No, it's plus, plus one to AC and saving throws. Yeah. Right. Do I have to attune to it over time, or do I automatically attune? Um, look at the card that I sent you. Yeah, it it doesn't say it. It doesn't have a time specification. I I okay. It's it's immediate. Okay, cool. All like right. like you like you can choose one thing and and attune immediately. No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I put it on. Okay. Um. So you have plus one to AC, and let me write that down on my on my end too. My armor class is 19. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Untouchable. Never, never getting touched again. That's right. Uh, Yendar is 20 or 22. Yeah. yeah. So. I get hit a lot. Okay. I can't. Um, but now, now that we've had our first um, initiative encounter, I'm uh, probably going to buff up some uh, HP on some of these. Well, 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 we'll, well, see well, well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, so as this all happens, like you look at Lucian and he looks kind of still like ill. He doesn't, he looks like, yeah, he took some damage, but like 
like something else like is up and he's like i like i don't know like i feel sick like i feel like even if i healed myself like i could i I have magic i can heal myself but i feel like i couldn't get all the way healed right now oh like i feel like something's that he that white did something when he like touched my chest and hurt me that like i can't get all the way back to full right now i don't know how long yeah i don't know how long it's gonna last or if it's gonna you know compound or or what but just so you guys know like i'm 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 good i'm okay right now but like i don't know not 100 percent. okay really noted yeah you'll be fine don't worry about it um speaking of which how we looking on like how you guys feeling does anyone need some healing do you want you know take take a minute take a breather it looks like as long as we're have these masks on nothing's gonna happen to us in here rest I mean, I up like love, a little bit or i don't love being in the room with the eyes <laughs> okay i mean we can go back to the hallway i you know take a quick like little short rest unless yeah. there's anything else you guys want to do in this room um i don't know if there's any other way out like we could look around uh i want to do like just a quick like observation of the room i'm not fucking around with anything though <laughs> after okay. there oh lucian has turn on dead too Whoa. His channel divinity is preserve life. At second level, you can use your channel divinity to heal the badly injured. As an action, you present your holy symbol and evoke healing energy. Restore a number of hit points equal to five times your cleric level. Choose any creatures within 30 feet of you and divide wow. those hit points among them. That's crazy. It's like a ranged lay on hands. Yeah, but it's like powerful. This cre- feature can restore a creature to no more than half its hit point maximum, which is good to know. Um... Oh, I knew I was. I knew that. I'm immune to poison and disease, so I didn't need to take those poison before. I don't know if it's poison damage or like poison condition or both. I could look it up. Nature's ward. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he has divine strike too. I I had need to like look at his shit more. Um. Oh, and then when you cast a level of spell, a spell of first level or higher that restores hit points to a creature, you regain you regain hit points equal to two plus the spell's level. Two. That's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Shelter. Okay. Um, Zolas, give me an investigation roll as you're looking around. Oh my fucking god. Um, with. These like eyes looking over your shoulder and like just scan the room. You're you're kind of hasty to look around, but you don't find anything of use. I mean, there's a couple longbows, a couple rusty steel longswords that these guys had, but that's that's really it. Immunity to poison includes both poison condition and the poison damage type. Good to know. Good to know. Just remember that. Set forth by the Sage Advice Compendium. So it's not like official, but among discussion. Yeah, that's fine. I'll t- I'll take it. Um, of the internet. Actually, you know what I'll do? I'll say you're immune to poison condition and you have resistance against poison damage. Nice. Okay. Anything else anyone wants to do in this room while you are here? <laughs> I, I look at the other guys and I'm like, ah. Yeah, the internet argues like poison condition should work the same. No way you can be poisoned if you're immune to the effects of any poison. Sounds like the internet. (laughs) Cool. Sounds like they're trying to make OP half elves. 
I don't that's no, that's not a half up thing. That that's a it's a Druid. thing. It's a oh, land. Okay. It's a land. It's a circle feature. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. I'm using yeah, immune to poison disease. Okay. Hey, hey guys. Uh, real quick, the bear thing is, is not. He's, it's not called a bear. It's it's, it's a Zorbo. Um. And he's in me, and he's he's talking. He's talking to me. What is he saying? He says his name is Obalaka, and uh, Aserak. Hold on, I can't spell it. He's just yeah. Oh God, shut up, shut up. Not you, not you, Vienna. Uh, little bear. Aserak killed us and trapped us here. Obalaka is scared, and he doesn't want him to be here, and he. he he says it's their temple and Aserak is, they were gods. They don't want, he, he screwed them over. It's not good. It's not good. I think, I think we have to help either free them or I can't tell exactly, but. How many are there? It's all those things. Do I remember how many there were with my wisdom? Uh, there were there were nine. We got a lot of work to do down here, boys. Yeah, he's unfortunately very cautious and safety conscious. Like, yeah, I, I I gotta listen to him. What does that mean? I if I feel like bad things are gonna happen if I <clears throat> don't play it safe. Or. <clears throat> oh, you know it. You know. When you swallow candy wrong. Oh, no. No, yeah. I thought that was in game. No. Like, Rogar. Yeah, yeah, me too. Candy no. wrong. That's how it feels oh, to have God. this thing in my head. No, I, I had like a big sugar spit just sitting in my throat. Oh, that was the worst. Okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, no, he, he, he's upset and scared. And we got to get rid of Asrak. To free them, I think. Isn't it? Is no, I think he's interred here, but I think it was their temple first. I think this is where he acted out of and he either enslaved them or subjected them to his necromancer. But Asarak's tomb, doesn't that imply that Asarak is dead too? Well, yeah, but I mean, we just killed six undeads. Okay, but I'm just. Ooh. Okay. So, I think maybe while he was alive, he might have enslaved them and taken over their temple against their will. Oh, like it's sounds like, you know it sounds like belongs to Asarak. It doesn't sound like my problem anymore. <laughs> but it's my problem. Okay, understood. Understood. Sorry, forgot. <laughs> I forgot for a second. <laughs> We're Wait, friends, so, friends. is this a I, is this a curse? I look at I look at Zolas and Lucian. This this is a curse, like. I think it's. It sounds more like some kind of like possession. Possession, yeah, or like uh, like semi-possession, like inhabitation, like co-inhabitation. I've never seen anything like this before. It's definitely possession, unless it's like consensual, at the very least. Yeah, he let me attune to the ring, even though I'm already attuned to two other objects. So it's kind of this is the price. It's definitely not worth it. So and, and like uh, Lucian takes out like a 
like a notebook and you just like taking notes like <laughs> just like Wait, about no, what happened no, like you should have an answer why are you taking notes i i've never heard of anything like this before i'm sorry so you have no idea but, but this is something that way we could like you know document and and add Wait, to our paper we, I mean, we we could lucian i'll give you more information as i learn more excellent excellent okay Okay, well, just like if if we need to, I'll I can try to remove curse, but only if we need to. Okay, so what's what's next, friends? Uh, well, we have the the big gaping hole of darkness. Does your does your friend know anything about the hole of darkness? Uh, let me ask. Did he get a spelling? Obalaka. Can't spell his name. Obalaka. What's the O B O? Apostrophe L A K A. Obolaka. What's the deal with the big face? Instead of whispering this, like I, I'll just say it yeah, to yeah. everyone because I would assume that you would you're gonna relate. Like yeah, yeah, immediately. Yeah. Obolaka in like a kind of scared voice just says, "I don't, I don't know where I am. I don't know anything about this. This wasn't how it was when we were alive. It's completely changed. I don't know what traps, what creatures, what monsters he's put down here. All I know is I've been stuck in here." For ages. Oh, that's really unhelpful. When, when you, you have nothing to aid us, and you're just taking control of my friend. Like that's that's. I I, that's your I helped him. I right helped. Now. I helped him. I helped him. How? What do we? What do we? What do we have to do to get him out of your head? I don't know. He's just here. I, I'm. I don't. I don't know. My the other the other guys that are trapped down here might. Might have the answer to that. I I don't know how to get out. You have to get full of gods. Like, I want to be a conduit. I want to be, be a conduit for all nine of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like the mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like they just like attach to you and form like mega <laughs> mega god Rogar. <laughs> they all talk at once, and my eyes are like glowing white. <laughs> oh my! Start levitating. I have like one feature of every animal they are. Okay, I can like, so, like get out of this room. Yeah, we should get out of here. I, I still don't love that you're just like parasiting your way into my friend's body, but you'll we'll... walk alone. <laughs> so that's actually you saying that, or if you're being compelled to say that. It's me, it's Rogar of my own free will. Who's <laughs> <laughs> scared? Well, let's go look at this uh, other side. I suppose that's all we can do. I will. Okay, so there's this ledge. I'm going to get to here and check for traps. Okay. Okay. Um, give me an investigation. No, this group is so unintelligent. Fourteen. Uh, with the fourteen, you look around cautiously, kind of feel around the walls, get get down and avert your gaze down to the tiles. Um, you don't see any anything that would resemble a trap here. Okay, then I'm moving forward. Okay. What do we got? You can tell that that this it is a ledge. There's kind of like a little iron um like banister. And it seems to go down a very, very deep flight of stairs. Um, but to know more, you'd have to get a little bit closer. 
Uh, all right, boys. Have my back, please. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do I see over here? So you see, a, like a small, kind of like walkway around the staircase, I where see. like that's that's still on this level. That and there's, um, a hall leading to the north, another kind of small a small hallway leading to the north. There is a larger hallway to the east on the opposite side of this platform you also see in that the opening of that hallway across the platform you see what looks like a um small dwarven creature it's a a, a hunched over dwarven cr creature glares up at you from the other side of the platform <laughs> he's we he's wearing a mask that resembles the devil face from the entryway um and he as he's looking at you without saying a word he steps out of view and you don't you don't see him anymore so yeah this is this is what you see a dark stair staircase leading down hallways to other directions and that dwarf is gone okay boys we have company but he disappeared already there was a dwarf over that way, and I like point to where I saw him. But anything else, we have to make decisions together at this point about where we want to go next. Yeah. I mean, it seems like that that's the only way forward outside this, like, great. We haven't, like, I guess, looked down that. Well, we saw, we know that it's just water rushing north to south. Yeah, but, like, is there a way that you can travel through there oh yeah no i don't know but the the obelisk said something about water right uh yeah i don't think so no. um in the darkness it hides dawn the mask for we seen speak no truth to the doomed child the keys turn on the inside only but the background is water it looks like no that no the background is from the obelisk itself it's like the cracked marble that it was on Okay. I don't speak know no why. Speak no truth to the doomed child. The keys turn on the inside only. Seems like that might be the things that we haven't encountered yet. But yeah, Obalaka, how old are you? Uh, a ancient. I thought you said eight. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> ancient. We've. I mean, I don't know the the year or the time, but. We've been in these jungles for centuries. How old are you when you died? Centuries old. <laughs> I mean, I'm one century, so like... Yeah, like, relative to your... Relative to me. How many more? <laughs> From what I recall before I was placed in here, about seven centuries. Okay. But you don't know how long you've been in there either. No. Obalaka, do you could you tell us how to get? I guess everything changed. You said so you don't really know your way around. Uh, I don't know these halls. Okay. okay. What about your crew? Who who are your other eight? Who are your eight other besties? Well, well, I like some more than others. <laughs> um, oh, God. oh, there's like a rabbit, <laughs> a frog. My least favorite is Ejin. She's just so 
fickle and unpredictable. Never sticks to a plan. There's Kubazan. Uh, he's all right. He's just a little bit wild. <laughs> um, there's Moa. He's nice. He's he's truthful. He's kind. There's Nang Nang. She's I don't talk to her much. She's she's kind of selfish. Doesn't like to share. There's Papa Zodal. Uh, he's just a bit a bit shrewd. I feel like a lot of times he he tries to do his own thing and has other motives sometimes. And then there's Shagambi. She's very wise, very wise. Um, I we we got along we got along well. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, oh, sorry. There's a couple more. There's uh, there's Unk. Uh, what? Unk. 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 Yeah, she, she's just kind of indecisive. A, a little bit more all about herself. Um, and then there's Wongo. <laughs> Wongo is pretty violent. He's pretty angry a lot of times. His, his, you know, we were known as the trickster gods and his tricks were never very nice. What were your tricks like? Uh, you know, just m- more, more silly stuff. I was never, I was never, <laughs> for example, one, two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Murder. <laughs> Ah, I got you. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. <laughs> I asked someone to hold a knife, but didn't tell them where. Um, no, more, I mean, the, the silly things I would play, tricks I would play, would be mostly to, you know, of this disorganization sort. Um, th- that's just, because that's just kind of, things. yeah, that's the stuff that kind of, ooh, makes, makes me shudder a little bit, so, um, in order to maintain my powers, that's what I would. That's what I would have to do as a god. That was worshipped by the people of, of this jungle. Oh, I hope my, I hope my people are okay. Rogar, as uh, she says this, you can hear it like start to fade a little bit, as if she's like recessing, not in the forefront of your consciousness anymore, hey, but still very much there. You can still feel her there. She's taking a break. Uh, it's me. All right. Well, we'll just deal with this as it comes. I don't really have a good solution for getting her out of your brain right now, Rogar. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it, <laughs> wildly unnatural. Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I was really playing it, playing it pretty fast and loose for a while. Uh, this is what happens to guys like me. I was kind of half expecting it. Uh, I guess this is growing up. <laughs> Lucian's gonna take some hit dice here. Take fifteen. Yeah, I'm gonna use one as well. Oh my god! I, I haven't been. Oh my god! Also, like just a just a tip: if you click on hit dice in your character sheet, it'll roll the hit dice and and automatically add an con modifier and stuff for you. Well, that's enough to get me. Okay, north or south, boys, or I don't know. <laughs> Do we want to go down these very steep, scary steps? And our, you pick. What? You pick I, feel like you I, pick. I picked the glass, and now you have a god in your head. So 
I mean, they can't get started to pick. Listen, they can't get much worse. So, yeah, you say that. Oblak is kind of nice. Um, <laughs> go. I trust you. I wouldn't have done this if I didn't. So that's on me. Uh, well, I'm curious to see if we can move this great. You know, let's try. Feels like let's let's go off the beaten path. <laughs> All right, so you're going back to the grate? I'm just going to see if it's movable. All right. It's it's in there pretty good, but it's not like it's permanent. It's not like, you know, structural. So does the, you know, you said that there's water flowing north to south. Like, is it, does it seem like there's a big enough space for us to fit in there? Or is it too small? In the, in the grate? Yeah, the grate's like, is like five, five feet diameter, five foot diameter. So you could, you could squeeze, you could. Jump down. You estimate that it is kind of a long way down, oh. like to the water. It's pretty far down, but other than that, you're not entirely sure. If you open it, I can spider climb and see what's going on under there. Well, that's true. All right, let's give it a go. Need some help, Rogar. <laughs> okay, I like I gently. Place my fingers under the grate and like, like okay, remember to lift with your legs. <laughs> okay. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three. <gasps> All right, both of you roll. Uh, just flat strength. Cool. Uh, not natural twenty. Thirteen. All right, together, um, boys, 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 you're able to deadlift it up and then uh, move it over. Nice. How far down is the water? You can estimate is maybe like 50 feet down. Shit. Wait a second. This, I mean, this only matters if we're going down it, but like the grate, if you flipped it vertically, right? Like, could it sit Mm -hmm. in the thing that it was on before? Like, fit in the hole? Yeah. Vertically? Yeah. So, like, you could basically, like, tie a rope to the bottom of it and use that to climb down. You would have to wedge it. You would have to wedge it in so that it wouldn't, like, turn. But, I mean, yeah. But then you also have to, like, figure out how you would... Because you have to squeeze through it to the side of it. Okay. Anyways, we'll... So, let's just gonna see what's down there. Yeah. All right. So, I, like, climb and hang under upside down. In there. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll put you like here so you can see. Oh, what the uh, <laughs> So you can see that it's kind of like a little winding underground river. You can hear what sounds like a waterfall coming from the southwest. Whoa. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep going. Okay. So here. All right, so there's my entrance to the other tomb. Yep. So it's from what you can like deduce from where you are. There's probably some sort of secret entrance to the north right there, these stairs. So this turns around, and then you can see what looks like a like like a a large chest. Uh, in like, but in the water, and then a waterfall to the west. Okay. 
Is there any walls that I can climb down or is it too yeah, wide? Yeah. Um, there is like all around in like the, the black. I just didn't put the uh, actual walls there, but those are all, those are all walls. So like on the sides of this river, there's no like shore or anything. It's just carved straight into the rock. All right. Great. So I'm going to keep going. I want to like, I want to get as close to the bottom. What, what is everyone else doing while Zolus disappears into this river? I'm gonna. Oh man. Wait, she went down. She didn't go down the rope. She was your like spider climb, right? Climb. Yeah. And then she just disappeared out of sight. Okay. I'm going to tie a rope to the grate and slip my way down. And then I'm gonna cast Water Walk before I go. And I'll cast it on me and. Yandar and Lucian and say like this should last an hour I really hope we're not down there that long but just in case I also have control water okay so I'll say that you're with your strength and stuff you're able to do this pretty easily and you're just climbing down the rope so like it's not gonna like I'm not gonna make you roll for it so that's fine so you guys rig this rope and then shimmy down um, and I'll put you down here water walking and you can see Zolus like ahead of you and going to like turn a corner around this windy underground river so I want to get as close as I can to the chest without like touching the water I'm a little afraid of the water all right so as you're as you enter this like bigger, more open um, cavern, essentially. Uh, you can see like water pouring in from a lot of cracks and seams in the rough walls. The floor of this cavern, this is essentially the, like a, the end of the, this, this river. And water's, you can see it flowing in from some cracks and out through other cracks. Um, and the floor, so like it's not super deep, in here and it's like a very muddy bottom and so just above the this like pool surface is the large treasure chest and it's dangling from what look like rusty chains that are that are anchored like high high up into the ceiling so it's a very very long rusty chain but yeah you're able to i say i put you in like the south east kind of corner um on the wall adjacent to the, the dangling chest. So we're just going to kind of come to the opening of this cavern. Stay there. The chest itself is six feet long, three feet wide, and three feet high. Suspended one foot above the surface of the pool, which is five feet deep. Um, there's a keyhole on it that's shaped like a cackling demon skull. Um, and around the, around the keyhole is a small inscription in common that's that reads i devour all but the greatest thieves mm. all but the greatest okay what's going on with the waterfall um the waterfall is about 60 to 65 feet high um and it it comes out like it's not like a rushing it's not rushing very hard you can tell like from the far corner of the the cavern that 
it's not like a big opening over there that you could traverse. It's coming through rocks and cracks just at like a little bit higher pressure and it's creating this waterfall. Can you guys see the chest right here? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, no, behind the behind the waterfall is just rock. Okay, so I don't think some normal thieves tools are gonna open this. I have Smith's tools. I can undo the bindings of the chains or the chest. It says all but masters thieves. So like a master could get into this. Thing. I'm talking about to be able to unlock oh, okay. it. I'm assuming this is something very important. Maybe here what we're looking for. I don't know. I could try. I have my like thieves tools that I've been like trying to learn and be better at, but I'm not amazing yet. You're selling yourself short. <laughs> In fact, uh, Lucian, why don't you give her a little bit of guidance? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He walks over and you're still like on the wall. So he kind of reaches up and uh, casts guidance on you. So you have a additional D4 to any um, ability checks you make. Okay. I mean, I guess I'll try to, op to open it with my thieves tools. Well, I mean, I never understood why you couldn't just like. Like, with these old-timey chests, why can't you just smash them open? I don't know, man. We had the trouble breaking a window earlier. <laughs> that is true. Alright, give me a uh, sleight-of-hand check using your these tools. What if you break what's inside? What if it's all porcelain? What if it's beads of force? Oh today? my god, such bad rolls today. You can add a d4 if you'd like. I mean, eight. Okay, so you go over, and as it's dangling, you start trying to pick the lock. As you do, you hear a, a click, and then a snap, and it breaks your thieves' tools, and all of a sudden, Zolas disappears. <gasps> what? <laughs> she, she got devoured, guys! <laughs> She went to Mallard. No, I'll leave right there. So what and what you all see is you hear that, you see it, Zolus is gone, and then suddenly the the chain releases and the chest submerges in water. Fuck. Um Zolus, you are inside the chest. Oh, what? No. Okay, wait, I can I can okay, I guess. Hold on, wait, no. As soon as I realize what's going on. Or oh, I want the chest back. I don't know that she probably don't know that she's inside the chest, right? You you didn't like see her step into it. Right. Um, but I don't know, I guess that would be up to you if you think that she would be in there. Okay. Well, the fact that she disappeared, the fact that it got submerged, there's only one thing I can do, which is I would immediately want to go after it. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use control water and part water. So you cause water in the area to move apart and create a trench. The trench extends across the spell's area, which is 300 feet, and then the separated water forms a wall to either side. The trench remains until the spell ends or you choose a different effect. The water then slowly fills the trench, fills in the trench over the course of the next round until the normal water level is restored. So I have 10 minutes of concentration on this. Okay. So I like, basically, like, I want to create a trough or like a trench underneath it where it was. So it's like, goes flat to the floor and then the other two guys can run down and play with it <laughs> okay so you 
do so the the chest is on kind of like the muddy bottom of this pool that you do that we're like we're in loose initiative right now you guys each have like something that you can do all right i'll go i'll go down and grab the chest that okay so you're you're grabbing it to do what i mean how long could you keep the water apart 10 minutes get open okay then yeah then i'll take my i'll try to get open here I obviously don't have these tools. Uh, are you okay, Zolus? Can you hear me? <laughs> you can hear a muffled reply. Um, Zolus, you know you are slowly suffocating. Am I small inside this chest? You, you're, no, you're not. Your physical dimensions, like, don't change. Oh, God. Okay. I guess I'll try to bash it open i mean it's better than her suffocating roll. take my shield and bash it open all right no i mean i, <laughs> I gotta use my sword like come on yeah all right i rolled a hit oh you must be kidding so with a nat one you go to to hit it and as you do you do no damage but you disappear uh, what? <laughs> and you are you find yourself in a a dark void alongside Zolus <laughs> and you are both you know that each other are there but you okay. can't see or, you can't see or feel anything and you know that you are slowly dying. Okay. okay. Do I know I'm in the chest? Yeah, I, I would I would say that you can deduce that. Okay. Can I cast something? You can certainly try. Okay. I'm going to cast pa- uh, Pass Wall. Passes appears at a point you choose that you can see on a wooden plaster or sewn surface. Can I cast it on a part of the chest to get out of it? You cast it, and you feel the, the magic leaving, like using, like you using the magic, but it does nothing. Okay, can I try to? Uh, oh, 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 no, because you already did one thing this this round. So we're gonna do. So Rogar has an action. No, no, he already did something too. So it's just Lucian. Um, Lucian, Lucian saw that happen. He's going to. All of his shit is like health stuff. Uh. All right, he's gonna cast guiding bolt at the chest. That is going to hit. For seventeen points of radiant damage, and it begins to crack a little bit. Um, and Zolus and Yendar, you can see like around you in this void, like the radiant cracks start to form, like mm-hmm. in the distance, like as if it's like a mile away, like in the sky. Okay. Um, okay. Now it's like a, a new round. Um, Zolus, you have even less breath and. Yandar, you're starting to feel your lungs seizing, yeah, running out of air. All right, so, I mean, like, mechanically, what's happening to us? Like, if I tried Cleansing Touch, is this a spell that's basically being cast on us, or...? Say, you can use a bonus action to roll Arcana to see if you can deduce that. Okay. 
yeah you, with the two you don't you don't know what this is you're panicking and you know that like you try to move your feet and like it's almost like phantom limbs like you can feel where they would be moving but you're not going anywhere you don't have a body you can't see your body like you're just a sentient something somewhere that has no air so i can't cast spells you, i mean you you can you can try didn't seem like i could cast anything from the inside i don't know can guys can i at least feel where zolus is um you reach out you can't feel anything you you can sense her presence due to like your bond and your closeness but aside from that you you can't whatever i'll give it a try uh, like i'll i'll i mean yeah i'll I'll cleansing touch myself so any spell that's affecting me ends. Okay. You cast it where you think your body would be and you feel the magic coming out and cleansing touching your essence, but nothing happens. Alright. Zolas, do you want would you like to try to do anything? I'm just gonna try to fucking like I'm defeated by the magic but i'm just gonna like try to like slash at and what i perceive to be a wall with my sickle see you it. don't you don't perceive walls i can't perceive anything i can't even feel to see the cracks but like yeah but they are very far away as if like you're looking at clouds on the horizon oh okay well then i'll try one more thing um i'm gonna try to cast uh call lightning to okay. towards the I'm uh, not call lightning lightning bolts. So from me, a hundred feet wide, towards the the cracks. Dex save eighty six lightning damage if like it did anything. Okay, you cast lightning bolt, and you you see it ripple out from you wherever you would be, and it doesn't seem to hit anything. Like, it just goes out into the void, like an outstretched hand, tendrils extending out into nothingness. And at the very edge of it, almost as if it was its very fingertip, you see it find purchase in something. And with a cacophonous roar, the chest explodes, and Yandar and Zolus fall into the mud, gasping for breath. I do love my lightning. <laughs> yeah. As you regain your senses and your sense of being, you look at this splintered chest um, beside you. You kind of you get spit out like to the side of it, and the base of it, the top essentially lid, got blown off, and in the bottom, um, there is a total of three hundred gold. There's a gold tankard that's embossed with a with a face that's frowning <laughs> and a hollowed out bone that content contains a scroll of remove curse. Uh, honestly, I'm afraid to touch anything right now. I mean, I can cast remove curse, so I'm definitely not touching that scroll. Do we need the gold? I mean, I feel like we're good. Honestly, should we just keep it moving? <laughs> What's the f- what is it what is this what is this face? This sad face. It kind of looks like you, Yandar. 
<laughs> Wait, what? You're always frowning. I didn't realize that that I was, um, you know, always uh, frowning. This is I you can't see your own face, so I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I yes, I understand. I just sort of assumed that my face was more neutral. Well, um, any anyway, Rogar, are you still are you still holding the, your spell, your water shape spell, or whatever? Yep. Okay. Rogar, do you want do you want a you want frowning gold tankard? Oh, oh, Ovalaka. Should I take the tankard? Um, Ovalaka comes into your mind. Uh, I mean, I don't like to take things that you know are mine, and I don't know what exactly they are. It's like for to be. Cautious, I I would say maybe not, but at the same time, who else is who's could it be if it's all the way down here? I don't know. It makes me nervous. All right, I'm gonna cut a little bit of rope. I'm gonna tie a little bit around the handle and tie a little bit around my waist, and boom. <laughs> and, and then and do what? You're just gonna like drag this tankard around? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So how do you how do you tie it around the tankard? Uh, I I thread. Wait wait okay. At this point we must finally admit I have no idea what a tankard is. Uh, <laughs> it's just like a like a mug. Okay. It's like there's a handle. Julian, it's like the it's like the fantasy mug. It's like in right a... that ever that everyone yeah yeah it's made of wood. It has a handle like a stein like a stein kind of out of lid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, then, like we'll be on Cali with the, the thing. Yeah, exactly. And I'll very easily put the rope through. Don't say very easily. Give me a sleight of hand. <laughs> what to put I rope through an opening? It's, it's not a. It's, it won't be a particularly difficult DC, but <laughs> you really never know. I had a feeling he was going to make you do this. This is why we roll dice. All right, fourteen. 14. Okay, yes, you easily thread it through. Get it through <laughs> Thank you. Make a little knot. Tie it, uh, put it around you, and you have this tankard clanking around behind you. It's tight. Like, it's uh, tight on the hip. Yeah, I know, but like you're dragging. Oh, oh, it's like it's like fashioned to your hip. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like the baby in that game that came out a couple years ago, Death Stranding. I know, I never played it, but it's like uh, umbilical cord. <laughs> All right, I've, I'm taking the bone. Okay, you have a hollowed out. It's it's like a it's like a cigar tube, right? But like carved out of bone, um, okay. and it's got the scroll over move curse in it. Oh, I see that Zolus takes the bone without any fuss, and I take the three hundred gold. All right, make a Constitution saving. Ah. I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, you take you pocket three hundred gold. That would have been such a good crowd. <laughs> <laughs> like, pocket the gold, and uh, that is where we'll stop for tonight. Okay. Great. God, we, yeah. we need a store. I have so much money. <laughs> we don't live in those kind of times, man. Then what What good is this money? Like, Wow, that was the most stressed I've been in like a minute. That's, that was hard. <laughs> in, in this game. 
We did uh, two yeah. rooms. Um, technically three. Yo, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for hanging out. Um, I will try to put up a, another episode as soon as possible. Work and life gets a little bit crazy, but, you know, do what we can. Um, Till next time, stay safe. Be good. Check you later. Wait, I got to tell you guys the, about the stuff for wives thing now. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> do you know the premise of that movie? No. Yeah. I don't know anything about this. This is bonus content. So there's an old old Stepford Wives. I don't know the old prime. I don't know if the old. There's like a book and then there's like a 70s movie and then a 2000s I don't know if the old movie like is just about the wives who are oppressed or if it also has this thing. But basically in the 2000s movie there you go to this like Pleasantville town and they move there and the wives are all perfect and pretty and it they're really like the men are stealing their brains and making them into robots or something like that like they're making they're putting their consciousnesses into something else and then they're like these like robot hot wives and what's her name nicole kidman nicole kidman like figures it out and then saves all the women What's the eyeball? So in the, when I was in like third or fourth grade, when this, it would come on like Nick at night. Like, so I'd be watching, you know, Sister, Sister, whatever it was, Full House probably. And there would be the commercial and it would start out like, oh, pretty little, like, you know, it looks like, like a town, like a stupid (laughs) rom-com, but then it's so scary. And it's like, whatever and they're like something is awry and then it just like cuts to this like robot barbie looking face with no hair and the eyes just pop open really wide and like it gave me nightmares for months and like it scared me like still now like i've watched the whole movie and so i know when it happens and still now like it makes my stomach drop even though like objectively i'm not scared of anymore because of like how much it scared me as a kid and I just hate big eyes altogether. And it's awful. And in, when I watched it in real life, I, I was explaining this to my friends recently and we were like, let's watch it. During the day, I had to watch this during the day. But it wasn't just a set for wise eyes. It extended to all the eyes <laughs> in my life. Well, I'm glad I unlocked that fear real early. No problem. <laughs> happy, to, happy to supply some... Um, Nightmare fuel. Yeah, nightmare fuel.